Blog Talk Radio. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Rough Writers Radio podcast. We'd like to keep them short and sweet. Uh, today would be our 517th podcast to date. It's entitled Trump. Uh, to be indicted and convicted and sent to prison. Let's get it. Well, we're going to keep this short but sweet. Donald Trump, what can we say? First off, on January 3rd, he had a Oval Office meeting with the mid-level functionary in the Justice Department, mid-level, an environmental lawyer in the Department of Justice, Jeffrey Clark, in the Oval Office. He was going to make Jeffrey Clark his stooge and place him or promote him to be Attorney General of the United States in place of the acting Attorney General at that time, Jeffrey Rosen. Unfortunately for Trump and fortunately for us, the United States of America, Jeffrey Rosen, the acting attorney general at that time, and his second-in-command, Richard Donahue, barged into Trump's Oval Office meeting with Jeffrey Clark and over a period of hours succeeded in talking Trump back from the ledge and to uh, dissuading him of appointing the mid-level flunky functionary in the Justice Department, Jeffrey Clark, as the next attorney general of the United States. Uh what else can we say about uh, Trump? Trump had his hands. He was in the conspiracy to um, obstruct the electoral vote count on January 6th, and he was also orchestrated in minute detail the the fraud against the perpetrate and to execute the fraud against the United States of America by promoting the big lie that the election of November on November 3rd, 2020 was was rigged, was stolen, and Joe Biden was not, in fact, the legitimate uh, president of the United States. So Trump had many different levers at his uh, power at his disposal. One uh, another one, his infamous phone call to uh, Brad Raffensperger, secretary of state of Georgia, I believe it was on January 2nd. Or late December, Brad, can you just find me 11,780 votes? Uh, that would be one more than we actually got. But we, you know, and I know that we was robbed because we did, in fact, win. I won Georgia. Georgia has 16, 16 electoral votes. That would have been a substantial help to Trump. Would have gotten him much closer to 270 than he needed. What else? Uh Trump was, uh, he had Jeffrey Clark to begin with, but he also had John Eastman, the out-of-control constitutional uh, scholar, University of Chicago graduate, who constructed the artifice of exactly how Trump could overturn the electoral vote count of 1887, which means 
the vice president had one role or one role only, merely to stand in the well of the House of Representatives and just be a spectator as the electoral college votes were counted state by state by state. John Eastman took that way further and saying the vice president, in this case Mike, Mike Pence, could actually intervene and object or um, reject object and reject votes from the seven swing states that Biden won that Trump desperately needed to, to win back. That would be Oh, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, and one other state. But even John Eastman, while talking with Mike Pence's, Vice President Mike Pence's um, attorney or counselor, legal advisor, Greg Jacobs, on the 5th of January, one day, one day before the January 6th insurrection, John Eastman admitted to Greg Jacobs, Vice President Pence's uh, legal advisor, that his whole theory of interrupting the vote count on January 6th by the House of Representatives and instead throwing all of those <clears throat> electors, slate of electors, in those six or seven aforementioned states back to those uh, states' legislatures to <clears throat> undo the original slate that was all for Biden and instead substitute in their place a slate that was uh, made up of Trump electors and then resubmit that back to the House of Representatives and make, thus make Trump <clears throat> the next president or continue to be give him another term as president of the United States. Uh, Trump is going to be indicted. Uh, and Fannie Willis, the district attorney in Georgia, in Atlanta, Georgia, the Fulton County, of which Atlanta resides in, Willis being the Fulton County district attorney, she has already uh, convened a, a special grand jury part of this month, uh, that being June, June of 2022. And she will, in short order and soon, uh, in, issue indictments against Trump for a racketeering, you know, strong-arming a, a Secretary of State, Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, and uh, also a U.S. attorney in Atlanta <clears throat> uh, trying to strong-arm them into uh, calling the, the, the 2020 election uh, <clears throat> corrupt, even though that Georgia, Georgia did not one, not two, but three separate recounts or counts and then two separate recounts of the damn November 3rd, 2020 election and found absolutely no fraud, none. So for a variety of reasons, and uh, the fact that uh, Trump has his hands all over uh, the, the the effort to overturn the election, and he worked mightily, and uh, his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, was fielding text messages 
on the day of the insurrection. And uh, most of those text messages were coming from the House of Representatives uh, pleading with Mark Meadows to get Trump to stand, to get his, to get the MAGA idiots to stand down, the rioters, the insurrectionists. And Trump did nothing for three hours and seven minutes. He did, he made not one phone call, not one phone call to the Defense Department, to the Department of Homeland Security, to the Attorney Generals, to the Justice Department, to the National Guard, to nobody, to get some uh, troops or force to arrive at the scene and, and quash the insurrection and restore order. He did nothing for three hours and seven minutes. But the only person who did take action was his besieged and beleaguered Vice President Mike Pence, who himself was in physical harm. He was, at one point, the insurrectionists were only 40 feet away from Mike Pence, who was holding up in a, a, a secret office below the chamber of the House of Representatives. 40 feet away, they could have easily have broken in had they known he was there. And they, they were bound and determined to hang him or kill him. Luckily, Pence, Vice President Pence, was whisked down even further below the House of Representatives, all the way down to a subterranean parking garage, <clears throat> where he, from that vantage point, made calls. Among the, um, among the calls he made was to the Defense Department. Uh, at that time, the acting Defense Secretary, uh, Chris Miller, to, uh, you know, to send some forces down to the House of Representatives, to, to the Capitol, and to intervene and to uh, to uh, push back and contain the insurrection. So we won't belabor this any further. I think it's pretty. It's quite obvious that Trump has his fingers, his fingerprints are all over January 6th. Uh, he spent months and weeks promoting it. He, he definitely uh, incited uh, the, the, the rioters, the insurrectionists, with his 12 noon speech on the ellipse right across from the White House. It lasted a little over an hour, and he said he, he incited them to go to march on the Capitol and even said, I will be with you. He wasn't. And, you know, he was also in direct contact Trump, uh, with the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers who had already arrived at the steps of the Capitol at 1030, more than two hours before the MAGA crowd on the ellipse uh, gathered to hear Trump with his, his, his speech, speech of incitement. So they acted as the, uh, the beachhead or the, uh, the tip of the spear to allow the thousands of people that eventually joined them to enter and to break into the Capitol to smash windows, to break into the Capitol, and run down the corridors and wreak havoc, forcing the House of Representatives to, uh, to flee at around 2.15 p.m. to flee for their, with, for their lives. So Donald Trump will be indicted. Once he's indicted, he will no doubt be convicted. And once he's convicted, he will be in prisons. He will be sent to prison. So for the rest of his life. So we will conclude with that. This is the old Rough Rider saying thanks for listening to our 517th podcast to date. And as always, stay well.
keep the faith, keep it lit, and remember, we ride so you don't have to.